0: Welcome to Spirit for Success, a podcast for kick-ass ladypreneurs with spirit, smarts, sass, and style who want to succeed at business, life, and love with ease and grace. Want to see what other fabulousness we have in store for you? Go to spirit4success.com. That's www.spiritforsuccess.com. Now to your kick-ass and sparkly hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker.
1: Hi, this is Rach. And this is Therese. And we've got a uh, very interesting topic for today, and I'm going to throw it straight to Therese to explain what the topic is and why we're speaking about it.
0: Okay, so this came up because um, as we're recording it right now, we're deep into the holiday season. And so naturally, that means there's a lot of relaxation and TV watching. <laughs> so I, I've, yeah, that just happens. You know, holidays and Netflix binge sort of go together. And what was interesting was I was watching a movie, and uh, you know, I can't even remember which movie it was, but there was a statement a character had made, and they were describing an event. Somebody had passed and they were like, you know, sometimes bad things just happen. It doesn't have a meaning. It's arbitrary. And that struck me. It struck me uh, pretty hard because my instant response to it was, no, I don't agree. Um, And so the topic for today is about, is it arbitrary or do all events have meaning? And when I brought this to Rach, we both were had the same kind of reaction to it, which was, um, it's your choice really. And so Rach, I just, you know, I want you to hop in here with your feedback, but let's, let's delve into that. Um, do things happen without a reason or does everything have a meaning attached to it?
1: (laughs) Well, my belief and my choice is that everything does have a reason, but um, I also know that sometimes the reason isn't as easy to see in the moment. Sometimes it's there's a time lag. And for me, I can look back at my history and go, oh, okay, looking back from here, I can see why certain things happened the way they did. So I choose that everything does happen to me for a reason. And part of the, the reason for choosing that belief is that because it puts me in the place of having power over my life. Yeah. Not powerless. You know, and
0: I I love the way you say that because there is a, um, a term that I use a lot when I'm working with my intuition and I'm talking to people and I call it following the thread. And it's really easy, actually, to follow a thread backwards, meaning you can look at this moment and travel backwards to previous moments and see how it all connected together, see how you got here, and it makes sense. So when you're experiencing a moment, be it good, bad, or neutral, you know this moment that we're in now is going to connect to some future point that we don't know of. We don't know how it connects uh, going forward, but we can see how it how we got here traveling back. And then there's sort of a web that's built up. And just like you were talking about that leg of time, that's what's happening now. And so going back into the idea of does it have meaning or not and the present moment. Mm. You know, I I really think that when something happens to us, especially the bad things, right? It's easy to assign some meaning to a good thing, wouldn't you say?
1: <laughs> we love the good things. Yes, that happened to me because I'm such a good girl.
0: <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, usually like... If we t- take it into the realm of entrepreneurship, when good things happen, we can
1: usually give it meaning to, well, I worked really hard. Mm. And so, yeah, or I visualized or I manifested that or, or whatever it was very easy to say. Yep. Yep. I'll take responsibility for that. That was me.
0: Yeah. Then what happens when a shitty thing
1: (laughs) happens? Right? (laughs) Why?
0: What? Why? What have I done? What's wrong with me? Especially, you know, yeah, in business, though, think about that, you know, when you're working your ass off building something, and you're putting your heart and soul into it. And then something shitty
1: happens. Yep, it happens to everybody.
0: Yeah, you know, I kind of feel like it's a cop out to say it's arbitrary.
1: Yeah, well, there's there's two sides to that, too. Like, there's sometimes taking too much responsibility so if it doesn't go the way we think it should because it's the the expectation that is the problem the way we think it should right then we tend to or can berate ourselves and go oh well that bad thing happened to me because i wasn't good enough or i didn't focus on the right things or, or whatever it happens to be i believe that sometimes we don't necessarily it's not so much the manifesting we focus on and we draw it in but there's a bigger picture right there is a grander purpose for everything that does happen because sometimes it's not what we're asking for, but it's what we need in order to move us to a certain place or do a certain thing. And I can give an example. Yeah. Last year, my ex-husband committed suicide. And obviously, that's not something that you want to take on and go, well, you know, I must have manifested that. That was his choice. Mm. Um, but also for my daughter, who's going to, you had to go through the grief of that. You know, why would anyone choose? to track that into their lives. And that's the argument that people often come with. Mm. And for me, in that moment, mm. I decided that his death would not pass by. Yeah. It wouldn't have no meaning. I chose to create a meaning or have it mean something by triggering me to do something that is good in the world, which moved me into, away from my old, um, focused on you know intelligent sex TV and focusing on open relationships and and all that stuff which was a lot of fun while I did it but I wanted something now that had more meaning that helped people who were struggling with their emotions like he was yeah to heal them so that they could have emotionally mature relationships that could possibly prevent Mm. something like that happening to someone else yeah so for me that became a defining moment in my life. How, could I have chosen that that would be one? No. Yeah. I didn't ask to bring that in, but I did decide that that happened, and I was going to make something of it that would become a positive ripple effect. Yeah, I, you make such a good point,
0: because there are things that happen in our lives where... You know, you could argue that there's no way I could have possibly manifested that, like the example that you gave. Mm. There's no way you could have possibly have manifested that. I wouldn't have chosen that. No. (laughs) No way. It's not on the top of the list. Yeah, exactly, right? And yet, because um, of relationships and how our lives are so deeply intertwined,
1: Mm.
0: we are going to be affected by others' manifestations to certain degrees. What I think is really interesting and the most important piece to me is how powerful it was that you chose to give it meaning. Yeah. Because you could have chosen that it was arbitrary and it just happened and shitty things just happen. Yeah. And leave it at that. But when I feel into that energy, I feel a powerlessness, I feel an inability to be effectual. And it actually kind of zaps me when I think that way. I'm like, I lose power. It's like, well, it is because it's a power leak, right? We're giving it away. We're like, I have no control over the things that are happening in my life.
1: Bad things are going to happen.
0: Chaos just happens and I I can't do anything about it. So why try? Yeah. Because I can't, I can't stop it. No. And you know, in, in the time that we're living in, there's a lot of chaos going on right now. And when I tapped in, because we tapped into our team in spirit, actually, (laughs) um, after the the Paris bombings, right? Because that was pretty scary for a lot of people. It was huge. You know, even if it's not a place that you live, it still was like, whoa, this is happening. Yeah. You know, every time it happens like that, in that kind of big, um, dramatic scale, it gets everybody's kind of feathers ruffled, because they're like, oh my God, this is happening. And what our team responded with sort of... um, Was a little bit of a shock actually when I heard it. I was like, oh, you know, like that. I want to hear like the forces of good are going to take over, and we're going to have this massive like Jedi battle, and we'll win. That's what Avengers (laughs) are going to show up,
1: and we're going to exactly
0: peace across the earth. Yeah, that's what I was kind of hoping to hear. And (laughs) what they what they hit us with was um, that this earth, that this plane that we're on, this existence is about polarity, and that we're here. To feel it all. Yeah. And that um, knowing the opposite of what you want strengthens what you want. And so they were saying that destruction, that chaos and destruction have always lived and will always live in um, alignment with peace or in antithesis of peace. They'll, the, the spectrum will always be there and they wouldn't change it. Yeah. Because... Without the destruction, without the failure, without the pain, we wouldn't be compelled to seek joy, to seek creation, to seek unity. Or create change. Exactly. Think about it. If we we truly lived in this beautiful utopian society, which would feel good for a while, and yet apathy most likely would kick in or need to, um, destroy (laughs) something. You're like, you know what? We need change. I can't take it anymore. It's true. It's true. I mean, I can think of people, I mean, I can think of examples at least of relationships that seemed really good. And the person was like losing their mind. They were like, you're too nice. It's too much, You know, we don't fight. You know, that was one I, I remember. Another movie I watched recently It was like, "What was the problem?" They never fought, and so that was a signal that, you know, it was it was a relationship that wasn't super compatible.
1: It wasn't necessarily growing and evolving and changing.
0: Right. So, which was interesting. And so that's the point that they make is that even these shitty things that happen come up. Um. You know, somebody elects in our lives to play the villain. (laughs) It's really interesting. And we actually in some people's lives will be the villain to somebody else. you know, I, I know it. I mean, I don't want to think of myself that way, but, mm-hmm. you know, there, I am sure that out there in the world, somebody considers me a villain. In fact, I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but I'm not
1: going to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> I of, shall <laughs> remain nameless.
0: I can think of one person who's like, bitch.
1: <laughs> and that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, that's the beauty of this, this life, I guess, is that we do have these things that come up in our lives that trigger us and that's the point it's to trigger us to go oh i don't want that i want something different what can i do to change that yeah so i mean the when the paris bombs attack that happened um i mean we became also aware that there's stuff going all all around the earth at the same time and it's not being put into the media no
0: and That's what they were saying to us is that, you know, like before that happened, you know, people in Syria were experiencing this every day, Mm. you know, that that there are countries who are constantly in this state and it's not brought to our attention.
1: No. And if if you look at the bigger scale, I mean, I'm sure the people in Syria are not sitting there going, I would like to manifest more war, please. I'd like to manifest that I have to (laughs) worry about life or death as I try to cross the street. Yeah. But on a bigger global scale, there is purpose to it because it reminds us, or the rest of us, to look at what we've got to be grateful for. But also in, even within, I mean, Syria is not the only place that's struggling with war. There's, there is humanity in that too. Right. There are people who are fighting for, you know, their freedom, and that's their perspective. But the point I'm trying to make is even within all the stuff that we consider bad. It's triggering the people in it to want something different, to try for something different, to make a change. Now, we can look on the outside and go, well, that person's trying to fight for this thing and they're killing everybody to make the change. And that's bad. Well, yeah, but from their perspective, what they're trying to do in their own mind, they're trying to do the best thing. They're trying to do something good to make change. So everybody's doing all of that to be able to create contrast for everybody else that's watching. Yeah. And also...
0: When these kind of big events, but on every scale, so small personal events to big global events, um, Rach said a word that hit it on the head, which is trigger, right? It's a trigger. It gets you to, it stimulates you on many levels. Like, do I want to accept personal power or do I give it away, mm-hmm. right? That's like, the I would say that's the most basic level is like, I allow it in or I resist it. Right And resist it to me is the power leak, right? Yeah. Because you're like, I, there's nothing I can do about it. That's resistance. Mm-hmm. Personal power is I will do what I can to not let this happen again. Now, I'm thinking more on the personal scale, yeah. because when you get into the global scale, that gets a little harder. And yeah. yet... There are small choices, right? We, we tend to, um, again, they talk to me about compartmentalizing. We over compartmentalize in this world now. Mm. We've been taught to compartmentalize, which is important, but we over compartmentalize, meaning it's so big I can't do anything about it, so I won't. Mm. There are al- There's always something that you can do, right? Even if it's like as small as like... Meditating with a group of people. Yep, exactly. Beautiful. So what this is about is when we look at situations that happen to us, do we want to feel empowered or not? And that's where the choice comes in. And it's really interesting because I wouldn't say that everything that's happened to my life, I've been like, that was for a reason. I'm sure there have been times where I'm like, Life sucks. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? <laughs> what did I do? What the fuck,
0: life? Why? <laughs> exactly. Why'd you fuck me over? What's, what the hell? You know, like, um, people are bad and then you die. You know, I'm sure that thought has crossed my mind. Bastards. Many times. Exactly. <laughs> What's interesting is it's a power leak, no matter how big the event is. And it's really interesting when we let the small shit get to us like that, because it's like pinholes In your boat, like I'm thinking about one of those life preserver boats that's made out of rubber and Mm. inflated. And every time we have a thing where like some people are just assholes, right? That's an arbitrary statement. (laughs) (laughs) It's like pinhole in your lifeboat. So you get these little tiny slow leaks that are leaking your power. Mm. And I think that it's cumulative. So it does add up. So kudos for when the bigger life events come, because we, we've we had these events in our life that are really big, and usually that's the moment when we surrender, right? We get down on our
1: knees and we're like, help me. Well, we've got no, much, no choice. It's not that we'd have no choice at that point, but we've run out of all the things we could possibly try to control. <laughs> Almost like the universe has taken all the crutches away. It's like, well, are you ready to just let go and flow with this now? Right. I surrender.
0: Exactly. And um, Rachel and I, we actually practice surrender more regularly now. And not about just big
1: things.
0: (laughs) It's more like I'm having resistance to this. I'm afraid of doing it. Or I have a lot of nerves, you know, because when you're building a business, your nerves get in there all the time. It's constantly, will they like this? Will they like me? Mm. Am I any good? Will this make money? Will people care? Yep. You know, and so we do practice the art of surrender more around that including like something simple like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do. We practice that art of surrender and par- and that actually is a very powerful thing to do. Yeah. Because it, you know, when you surrender, you're allowing.
1: And that's where they want us to be. I mean, that's the thing about life here is we are going to always come across things that are going to feel good and things that are not going to feel so good. And those that really suffer are the ones that are constantly trying to push against what's happening around them. Or in the case of, you know, with our businesses, I'm trying to think of businesses, but all I can think about is war. And I'm like, well, I don't want to go in there. yeah, (laughs) Because that'll trigger a thousand (laughs) people because I'm not saying it right. I'm surrendering, (laughs) surrendering, letting that go. But when it comes to to businesses and we're, we're trying to build something that's going to create this lifestyle that we want. There is a lot of factors where we try to control it and if we're in that space of feeling like it's not our responsibility or we've got no way of creating meaning out of stuff, then we do fall into the powerlessness of it. And If we want to create anything thriving, being in a powerless position is never going to get us there. No. So it's finding. So when things go wrong in our business and what we've created around or different things that we've done and it hasn't quite gone the way we've planned in our heads. We'll both go, okay, well, maybe it wasn't meant to be in that way or at this time. Or, mm-hmm. or maybe we don't have
0: enough information yet. Maybe there's um, something going on that it's like incomplete or we were
1: too vague. Yep. And so we need to go back and clarify more. Or create something slightly different. It's trial and error. And if we were to, to feel powerless and it was all happening to us, then we would never go through that process of trial and error to find out the way that it does work, the way that it is meant to be, because it's all feedback. And that's a choice that we're choosing is rather than being powerless when things don't work out, it's just feedback. And we're choosing to do something about that or move forward in some way, shape or form.
0: Yeah. So I'm getting like this bu- um, buzz right now, Rach, that we should do like an impromptu top five list. <laughs> of, of thing- I, I get it. No, I'm serious. Okay, so, okay. I mean, We've sort of listed them, but I, I'd like to put it in like a five point deal. Where it's like when a situation happens to you, especially when it's a situation you don't like, moving into 2016, one of our biggest goals, one of our big intentions is that next year is going to fucking rock. Okay. <laughs> That's an understatement. Yes. It's going to be absolutely mind-blowingly amazing. Big ass And so what we want to do for everybody who who's listening and works with us is we want to set you up that, yeah, next year is the year. And it is totally a choice. So uh, number one, right? Well, I would say number one's intention, obviously.
1: Oh, yeah. Big time. I mean, they've spoken to us about this already, about the power of intention. So when we talk about intention, we're basically incorporating or inviting the powers of the universe to be a part of its creation. And that's a really powerful place to be. Yeah. And so let's take that, though, to let's
0: work intention into when the shit hits the fan? You know When something (laughs) crappy happens,
1: how do we use intention? How would you use it, Rach? So I would use intention by intending that this have a greater meaning and that I allow myself to sit down and look at the whole scenario and pinpoint what can I do differently or what can I do to move forward from here? Yeah, beautiful. And that you actually said
0: what I was thinking was the second one which is allowing, Mm. you know, or we could, you you could
1: also call it surrender if you wanted to, because I think that works. Some people have some issues with surrender. And the reason why is because surrender can also be seen as giving away their power. It's like, I give up, I don't know you deal with it. But that's not the way that we're talking about surrender. Surrender is just letting go of the control. Yes where it's keeping you stuck and allowing there to be another way forward, allowing the universe or whatever you want to call it to assist you and get into where you want to go. Surrender allowing is what we're referring to, not surrender, give all my power away and say someone else fix it or, or it's not fixable.
0: I agree. Although, you know what? There's this beautiful thing. There was a song I was listening to. So this is the way the universe works, right? I mean, like I'm hearing this statement that's in the movie and then I'm listening to a song. And it's called White Flag. And what I love about this song, and this is not the Dido song, or Dido, or Dido. I think it's... <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: D-I-D-O. Although, that one I think has relevance too. This one was by The Gorillas. But what I love about that song is, you know, they're talking about meeting a foreign shore. And they're coming with the white flag, and they have no expectations. Mm. Right? And so it's this idea of like I'm totally open to whatever I find. Yeah. Because I don't expect you to be like me. I don't expect you to like what I like or or want what I want. I want to learn. Mm -hmm. Like a thirst for knowledge, actually. Yep. So allowing. And then I would say – So that's
1: number two is allowing?
0: (laughs) Yeah. So And that that leads to curiosity, which is number three. So that thirst for knowledge. Yep is definitely that curiosity about what's out there. So one of the teachers out there that we listen to is Summer McStravick, and she has been really instrumental in helping me reframe fear into curiosity, mm. which I think is really interesting. Instead of being afraid of what you
1: don't know, get curious about it. And That's something with people too, because that will also relieve or dissolve judgment. So rather than when someone comes at you with their beliefs – which is what always happens is people are going to be listening to this and being triggered by what we believe to be true. So that's okay. Feel your judgment. But then ask the question. So why is it you feel that way? Why is it you think that that's the case? So you become curious rather than defensive, which never gets anybody anywhere. Yeah. So coming at your own judgments with curiosity, coming at your fears with curiosity, coming at when things go wrong, curiosity. Okay, what happened there? What can I learn from that? What can be different? What is a potential grander purpose for this? Because sometimes it's when you, you can make it up. You can come up with some grander purpose. If it makes you feel better about it, that's the point. Yeah. You feel better about it. You feel more empowered. So curiosity is a very good way to get to a place of empowerment around things that just don't quite go the way you plan. Exactly. And I love that you brought in two points. You brought in
0: curiosity about The external world. So rather than putting a judgment on something, you're curious, like, why is it like that? And the internal world, why do I think that? Mm. Not, goddammit, I thought that way again. Or, man, I'm so, you know, like, don't close yourself off to you. Just like you wouldn't want to close yourself off to the world, curiosity opens you back up. Exactly. Rather than creating that definitive statement of, this is how it is, period. Yeah. It's like, what other choices are there? Mm. the whole world unfurls when you say that it's like well
1: since you asked
0: and that's the fourth one that I came up with was ask
1: Mm. yep
0: ask and what I'm the reason I wrote that is
1: because
0: when you ask you are you're focusing in the direction of what you want so asking for what you want Mm
1: -hmm.
0: asking the universe for help we have a tendency to think we are in this alone especially when there's no other physical being around it's just us
1: yeah and I think that comes partly back to this belief around creating meaning but it's not just meaning we take on that I am responsible for everything that happens to me rather than it being yes I am responsible for uh, everything that happens to me but on multiple levels so there's going to be grander purpose universal and plus right down to the human level so asking for help is then reconnecting with the grander part of you yeah so that it's not you're not actually doing it alone but yeah some of what we've been programmed as an entrepreneur is that if it's meant to be it's up to Mm. me (laughs) yeah Mm. i hate that one because yes to some degree yes absolutely but that statement also helps people or doesn't help people it stops them from being able to connect with the universe and ask for the support, for the guidance to be a part of it. Well,
0: here's how I would clarify that
1: statement. It's up to you to ask for help.
0: Yes.
1: I like it. I like that. Yes. (laughs) If it's meant to be, it's up to me to ask.
0: Ask for assistance, whether it be um, higher power assistance Mm -hmm. or somebody else. Yes. But the idea, I mean, we are communal beings. Mm. I keep getting that. That, you know, we didn't come here to do this alone. Otherwise, if we were meant to do it all alone, wouldn't we have, like, manifested on a solo planet somewhere? Considering that there's bajillions of planets out there. And, yes, bajillions is a term. <laughs> Since there are so many planets out there, we could have manifested on a singular, as a singular being in a private space alone.
1: Everybody with their right private island.
0: We could have, but we did not. <laughs> you know, there's the term strength and numbers and finding your tribe. I mean, we are communal beings. Mm. We want to be together. Why do we do this work? So that we connect with others.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: In fact, the very nature of what we do for work connects us to others. Even if you're working for somebody else, you are working for somebody else. <laughs> ah.
1: Steps off a box.
0: Breathing.
1: Very, <laughs> very big point for you. Let's come let's come
0: So we want, we desire to be with others. And this idea of doing it alone or up to me, yes, it's up to you to make the decision to ask for help, mm-hmm. when to ask for help. Yeah. You know, um, I always make the point of our spirit team is there 24-7, but you have to call them. <laughs> they're not going to just manifest and be like, oh, we sensed you needed help. Yes, they sensed that. <laughs> but they're like sitting there, like tapping their fingers on the table going, come on. Tap call in, call tap me scene, now. tap <laughs> <laughs> We're ready. We're waiting. Yeah. So asking. And then the fifth point to me that came up was clarity. It's to clarify.
1: Mm.
0: Once you ask, maybe you need to clarify.
1: Yeah. So that's when they send us different things that give us the opportunity to create the clarity. So the, the bits for contrast. Starting to realize where we haven't been clear enough because the results haven't come through. So yeah, clarity.
0: Exactly. Because if you were talking to another person and all you said was help,
1: <laughs> the
0: person most likely would respond with, okay, how? how? <laughs> exactly. How, how can I help you? You know, if you just keep saying help, you're not going to receive any because, well, they don't know how you need them to show up for you. If you're like, I need help filing my taxes. Well, duh. Then it's like, okay, well, then I can help you. Or I
1: can't help you personally, but I
0: know someone who can versus just help
1: (laughs) (laughs) and as the year goes through you're going to try different things and you're going to be inspired to to you know write this book or create this program or whatever it happens to be and if you understand that you're always in an eternal place of creating more clarity then you won't see everything so much as a failure or it didn't work it's like well yeah okay it didn't work what do i need to change and this is where you start to come back and you know we haven't sort of mentioned it this podcast but the four intelligences Working with your intuition, Mm. coming up with what, what does your heart and soul feel like the right, you know, what are you inspired by? And allow that process to be an evolving process where everything that then physically happens in your world, your experience, becomes part of what helps you to get the clarity. It's an ongoing process.
0: Absolutely. And regarding the four intelligence that we talk about, you know, they're all interconnected. And so one area is going to light up as wanting more attention. And that area, you have to trust, it, it's connected to all the others. It's like, imagine they each have a traffic light at them. And if one area is giving you a red light, well, you can't go through the rest of the traffic lights until <laughs> you get the green light on it. And so that's the area you're going to want to focus on. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Rachel and I help you with in our sessions, in our master classes, in our group sessions that we do. We help you identify, okay, where, where are you getting a red light? That's where you need to focus mm. to get everything else to go green.
1: Yep. Bring all the attention in. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I totally understand. Mm-hmm. Everybody else? Ah, mm, uh, okay, don't. cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So bring it back in because we're uh, getting to time. Does everything happen for a reason or does random shit just happen to us that we just have to accept? Our belief, and I'll you know, let Therese finish off with her stuff, but I believe that on some level, We come into this life with knowing exactly what we need to experience in order to evolve us into the person or into the experience that we want to have in this lifetime. So, you know, I believe that I picked my parents. I knew that they would end up getting divorced. I knew that I would need that experience to develop in me an understanding or a problem with relationships that I would have to solve. And then that led me into creating the most amazing relationship that anybody could ever have. You know, I'm just brag, brag, brag. <laughs> so I believe even the bad stuff, on some level, we have sort of signed up for that experience because it is a part of our evolution. It is a part of what defines and shapes who we are and what we end up doing in this world, even the bad stuff. That may be true, may not be true, right or real, but having that belief still puts me in a place of having the power of knowing that I can make changes. I can be the ripple effect. I can take that bad experience and make something good come from it. And I believe that I will always believe that. So that's where I fit. I feel everything does happen for a reason, even if I can't understand it right this second, but I trust that. And Therese? Oh God, you summed it up so
0: beautifully. I mean, I could go on and on about, I could elaborate, but that's exactly where I stand as well. And what I want to do though, is I would love to open this up. You know, please feel free after listening to this, to leave a comment. If you feel strongly in the other direction, share with us why. Share with us why. Our intention with this is really to provoke you in thinking about it. Like, is it making you feel good? You know, whether or not you believe that something happens for a reason or not is giving things an arbitrary, well, that just happens. Do you feel empowered by that or not? And if you do, share with us why. I'd really. Lo- I'm curious. See curiosity. I'm using one of our points.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gold star for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So share with us that information. And if you have not yet joined our Facebook group, we have an amazing Facebook group. It's called Kickass Sparkly Ladypreneurs Unite. And it is a closed group, but you can always ask to join and either Rachel or I will let you in there so that you can be part of the conversation (laughs) privately with us.
1: Yeah, beautiful. We'd love to see you there and chat more about this topic and many others that we've probably talked about already and probably going to talk more about in the future. Definitely. Well, that's it. And I believe we're coming up to the last podcast of 2015 right we are yes this is the last one for 2015 so bring on 2016 where we'll have thousands more for you to listen to absolutely and comment on I'm sure
0: yes so until next
1: time relax (laughs) we got Got this this.
0: thanks for listening to the show we loved having you come join our kick-ass community on Facebook it's called kick-ass sparkly ladypreneurs unite To get all the latest from Rach and Therese, go to www.spirit4success.com. Again, that's spirit successcom Until next time, relax. We got this.